Chaos and Christ Podcast. Chaos and Christ Podcast. We honor Christ. Lift heavy weights, act like men, and resist tyranny. And now your host, Alexi Felix. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Chaos in Christ Podcast. I'm your host, Alexi Felix, and thank you for tuning in again. We're going to go back to the drawing board of why this podcast started. I'm going to go ahead on some little bit of uh, commentary on a news article that I saw earlier today that I had to read and I cannot pass up. This cannot be passed up, all right? But before we get into this, if you haven't done so already and you are returning back to this podcast, do me a hot favor. Please share this with somebody else. Please subscribe to the show. And if you like it by the end of this show, give me a rating. I'm not asking for a five star. I'm asking for an honest rating. I got to know. I got to know. But if you can do it, it takes a second. It would mean a lot. It would get this podcast moving forward. All right. We're going to go ahead and we're going to be talking about a news article. And we're not just talking about the news article. I'm going to start with that because I got to give some feedback out of it. Just giving you where it's at. But what we're really going to be talking about is how you and I are here today. We are meant for this fight. God has placed us here in this day and age now. And there's a lot of thoughts I have behind that, and we'll get into that in a second. But let's go ahead and read the article. This is found in the Gateway Pundit. I will put this article, link it to the show notes. So you're going to have to scroll down in the show notes, link, uh, click it. That way you can read it for yourself. You know that I'm not you know, playing around here. This is all legit. And then this is only an audio podcast. So just, I wish there was like audio I can kind of put in here. I just don't, I don't really know how to do it. So I'm going to go and just kind of narrate as I possibly best can. Anyway, so the article is called Pro-Trump Meme Maker Douglas Mackey, or Mackey, a.k.a. Ricky Vaughn, sentenced to seven months in prison for trolling Hillary Clinton during 2016 election. This man is sentenced to prison for seven months for a meme trolling Hillary Clinton. A meme. Like, I don't know if you hear me. I have to say this. A meme. He's going to prison for seven months. Insane. Insane. Wow. What a, what the heck kind of a banana republic? Like, did I, what did I just wake up to? That's what I thought earlier today. And I was just floored by this. You know, I'm working. I'm making calls, trying to close some deals. Like, you know, sometimes I just scroll through my phone and I just saw this headline. And I'm like, no way, man. No way. This can't be. But it is. So go, let me go ahead and just read a little bit. Pro-Trump meme maker Douglas Mackey. Mackey. God, I think it's Mackey. A.K.A. Ricky Vaughn was sentenced to seven months in prison for trolling Hillary Clinton during the 2016 election. Mackey was facing a maximum of 10 years in prison for speech crimes. Which means that Hillary Clinton and the, the, the Democratic Party and the leftists and all this side with her, they got their feelings hurt. You know, there used to be a saying, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. 
not the Democrats, not Hillary Clinton. They hurt so much that they cry a night and they think, I got to get back at them. Not only did they literally come after someone for a meme, they did it so many years later. This happened in 2016. My people, it's 2023. Talk about holding a grudge, man. Like, that's insane. I, I just, I can't believe this. <laughs> I just want to laugh. It's a very serious matter, though. It is actually not a jokey matter. But at this point, what can you do? Just laugh because it's truly the state of things. Let me go ahead and keep reading. Douglas Mackey, Mackey was indicted in January 2021 by the feds for using the social media platform to spread election disinformation to Hillary Clinton voters in 2016. Okay, so that's the angle, right? Disinformation, which is the new key term and slogan. I mean, didn't they, didn't the the Biden administration want to form, I did a podcast on this, a disinformation committee, which is really... A, its own version of the Ministry of Lies. Yep, I did a podcast on that. It's called the Ministry of Lies. You can go down to the archives, check it out. And so here you have a sort of committee government entity that controls the flow of information and what they deem is true or not true. Now, at this point, if you're living under a rock, you have to know that the Democrat Party and really the Republican Party, too, and the news all feeding you disinformation and project to you that you're the one doing the disinforming. You know, those that are trying to call out the lies of this regime. So that's their angle. That's the way they're going to go. And I guess this thing is in full fledged. I guess they're actually going after people for quote unquote disinformation. And so we go on and continue to read Ricky Vaughn, AKA Douglas Makey <laughs> used Twitter to post memes and troll Hillary Clinton during the 2016 presidential election. Oh my God. Use Twitter to post memes and troll Hillary Clinton. That's that that's serious stuff right there, guys. There's nothing worse than that. And if you are one of those people, how dare you, you should be ashamed of yourself, you sick bastard. Anyway. So 34-year-old Mackey was arrested in West Palm Beach in 2021 on one charge of conspiracy against rights. According to the unsealed indictment, Mackey conspired with others on Twitter to encourage black people to cast their votes via text message. The Eastern District of New York said its indictment that one week before the 2016 election, Mackey tweeted, an image of a black woman in front of an African-Americans for President Hillary sign. Emblazoned on the picture was the message, avoid the line, vote from home, text Hillary to 59925, vote for Hillary and be a part of history. <laughs> so that's, I mean, that's trolling, right? That's, that is trolling. Nothing illegal there. I, I don't see it to be that way. If someone can't tell the difference, between an honest-to-God troll, a sarcastic uh, a way of talking or, or presenting a message, then you should not internet at all. Like, do not do internet, because you're not going to survive. You're not going to be able to understand what the world is like in the internet. The internet is a breeding ground of sarcasm. 
pure, unadulterated, unfiltered, unrelentless sarcasm. It's there. It's in your face. If you don't speak its language, you're going to get lost in translation. You're going to suffer. So, yes, he's clearly trolling. Anyway, if you don't know that you can't text your vote, <laughs> if you don't know you can't text your vote, I, honestly, I have more concerns for you than uh, I can possibly articulate. But anyway, that's now that you're there, that's where it is. Okay. According to the complaint, more than 4,900 people cast their vote via text message. Okay. In the grand scheme of the world, that's not a lot of people. But, you know, there are some people out there, right? Like, they will they will buy into this. Oh, man. Okay, so BuzzFeed News said they sent a text message to the number, and Hillary Clinton's campaign actually responded and redirected people to the proper channels. Okay, wait a minute. They, they said they sent a text message to the number, and Hillary Clinton's campaign actually responded and redirected people to So did that number actually work? What the heck? <laughs> That's, uh, I didn't realize that when I was reading this earlier. That's interesting. But BuzzFeedNews.com has a screenshot here in this uh, article from Gateway Pundit. So, again, I'm going to link this in the show notes. Scroll through it. A lot of the evidence and the video evidence that I'm about to get into is all there. So they did the job for me. I'm just commentating on this. But there's a BuzzFeed snap uh, screenshot. The Clinton campaign, for its part, appears to be actively combating the disinformation. When BuzzFeed News texts a number in the tweets, we receive the following response. And there's a screenshot of a text. Hillary? <laughs> and there's a response. The ad you saw was not approved by iVision Mobile or Hillary for America in any way. To opt into the real HFA list, text HFA to 47246. Wow, they really got on top of this. Like, that's, I mean, that's fast action. Clearly, the company, the mobile company, I mean, they are... They're definitely in lockstep with, you know, politics and the the politicking. So looks like uh, they were really uh, on top of that. Anyway, the most chilling part of the indictment is the criminalization of normal political speech and banter. And that's my point. But let me read this. Starting in at least 2015, Mackey participated in numerous group DMs. These groups, which at times included dozens of individuals and at times had overlapping membership, served as forums for the participants to share, among other things, their views concerning how best to influence the election. Among other things, Mackey and the members of these groups used the group DMs to create, refine, and share memes and hashtag that members of the group would subsequently post and distribute. Okay, An example of the criminal behavior describes Mackey and his friends on Twitter joking around in private groups about trolling libs. There's other word in front of it, but I will not cuss. You will not get me to cuss with memes. So anyway, what we see here is trolling, right? Pure trolling, joking around, goofing off, you know, and, and I'm sure that they honestly mean what they say about liberals, right? Like hard right conservatives, they like to make fun of them. And I did that a couple of times in my day. And, you know, it is what it is, okay? It happens, all right? I mean, we need to get back to a place of thick skin. I mean, what happened to us? What happened to us? We are so soft. It's, it's incredible. But so they were trolling. And now this man is facing seven months in prison for a meme because he hurt Hillary Clinton's feelings because they 
on the left on that campaign can't seem to accept the fact that she actually lost the election, that she was not voted in. Oh, but Alexi, she had the popular vote. The, the fact that, that people hone in on that truly have no idea how the Electoral College is established and why it's there. Because if it was always about the popular vote, then California, New York, they'd be making decisions for us all the time. Anyway, anyway, here, you know, we see that they just can't seem to accept the fact that Hillary lost the campaign. Whether you voted for her or not, whether you're a Democrat or not, it doesn't matter. That's not my point. My point is it happened. Just like they wanted to tell everybody that Donald Trump literally lost the election in 2020. Let it go. Stop stressing about it. All right, move on. I mean, they're trying to indict him, too, for apparently trying to sub subserve or get, uh, what's that word? I can't think of the word. Anyway, to to just mess with the election, right? They want to indict him, too, and throw him into prison for, like, ever for these very same things because he claims that it was stolen and that he won. But at the same token, while President Trump was indeed president, these the last four years before Biden came in, they were all raging, crying about how Trump was an illegitimate president and that he actually did not win and that it was Russian hoax and disinformation that helped them in. All four years. No one's indicting anybody on that end. I don't see I don't see Hillary Clinton being arrested. I mean, that would be one of the very things she should be arrested for amongst a million things that lady should be arrested for. But no, Donald Trump has to be arrested. But OK, aside from Donald Trump, right, big political figure, you have a meme creator that's about to face prison for seven months for trolling. But wait. Wait. Could it be possible that there was actually someone on the left side of the political spectrum that, that possibly did the exact same thing? Well, you know what? <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. Now, I'm going to try to play. You're probably not going to hear it. Chances are you're not going to hear it. But again, link in the show notes. I'll even link it to the X account, which is you know formerly known as Twitter, so you can see it for yourself. But basically... What she, who this person is, she's a Democrat activist. So she's obviously, she's a Democrat. And so what she did was went on Twitter and her name is Christina Wong. She went on Twitter. She made a, the, the post text was, hey, Trump supporters, skip poll lines at election 2016, the year 2016. Okay. So she did the same thing in the year 2016 and text your vote. Text votes are legit. Our vote tomorrow on Super Wednesday. She was she was telling everybody she's a Trump supporter, that she's out of the closet. She's a Trump supporter now. And to make sure that you text to vote, which again, you can't text your vote, guys. Come on now. And she tells them to do this November 9th. Election day is November 8th. And she posted this video, this tweet, on November 8th, telling everybody to vote. The, ne the, ne the next day, November 9th. Is Christina Wong going to prison? Is Christina Wong going to face some indictments? I'm going to say, I'm going to go on a limb here. This is, this is just my opinion. I do not think she's going to, you know, face indictments. I think they're going to let her be. They're going to just let it slide. 
Because why? Because she's part of the liberal class. She's part of the privileged class. The narrative that has been accepted and that has been pumped out into our culture. That's the, the part, that, that's the place that she's in. So she will not be indicted. And so now you see we have a two-tier system here. We have a regime that is hell-bent on curbing any of this quote-unquote disinformation that goes against their narrative and their policies, and that would make them look bad. And that is the very essence of what a tyrant is. Tyrant does not like to be mocked. Tyrants don't like to be made fun of, and they will go out of their way to, to take you out. It's what they do. That's what they do. Tyrants do that. If you offend them, if you belittle them, if you make fun of them, you're going to get it. I mean, look at China. And there have been people that have spoken out against the, the Communist Party in China and have either disappeared, business was shut down. There was a comedian that actually was making fun of China and his skits. And apparently from the comment section, I mean, he was done. Like, don't, nobody knows what happened to him. Basically, his comedy stuff was just over. They do not like, tyrants do not like when you mock them. And they will hold a grudge for the end of time. They're truly that 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 kid in, in the lunchroom that was so socially awkward and unpopular because they said the craziest things. And then they were made fun of and they just, they had this the revenge of the nerds situation going on. And they, that's it. They can't let go. This is their time to exact punishment. So it just proves to you that we are being ran by tyrants. We are being ran by a bunch of totalitarians who want to make sure that they hold everything underneath the boot. And they will make a, a, an example of anyone who would even do so. Guys, in what part of history is it okay to jail someone, to imprison someone for making fun of someone else? For having an expression of speech that, yes, albeit sarcastic, yes, kind of playing a prank on people that was misleading to apparently 4,900 people who bought into it, sure. But, no, I mean, nothing was going to happen. You can't text your vote in. It's just nothing will happen with that. Now, the companies that responded to those that texted in, they did that because they were going to make it bigger than it needed to be, right? They're going to make this big grievance of like, this is what they've done. They tried to interject with the election, and that is fraud and whatever, and this is wicked. But here you have uh, Christina Wong doing the exact same thing, and I don't hear about her being indicted. And I don't think that's going to happen. Because she's clearly being sarcastic and trolling on Trump supporters and his campaign. And everybody knows when you don't like Trump, you're in. You're with the crowd. You're with the party. You're accepted. Welcome to the crew. I mean, what part of history has ever proven that doing these kind of things for speech, for just expressing yourself with words that may not be agreeable to the other person, all of a sudden gets you in prison. Grow up. Grow up, seriously. But you can't tell a tyrant that because it'll just lock you up. <laughs> so, you know, just 
Think about that for a second. This is important stuff here, guys. This is, you know, I make fun of it, I laugh, but this thing actually really drives me to the core, and it, it really awakens in me something of a fight, okay? Because this is the point of this podcast. It's our time, all right? God has placed us here in this time now. This is the time that God has designated by his sovereignty, his will, his, his foreknowledge, right? He knows the beginning from the end. This is our time right now. God has placed us here. There's no running from it. There's no looking back to the golden days. Things have changed, and they're going to continue to go down a trajectory that we're not aware of. We are unknown to this world. But here's what I will say. The battle line has been drawn. No, there's no question anymore, all right? There's no question whether who's bad or not. Everything was a facade just a couple years ago before 2020, but it was still there. You could sense it. It was in the air, but you didn't know. But now you know. The dragons have revealed themselves. They are out there breathing fire. It's real, guys. And you can see the battle. You can see what's ahead of us. And God has given you gifts and talents to do something about that today. What too many of us tend to do is we want to completely shut our eyes, hide from it, ignore it, and not talk about it. Now, I'm going to caveat these things, right? Because some would say, well, what do you expect me to do? I have bills to take care of. I have kids to raise. I have a, a, a job to go to. I got sick family members and, and whatever. The, the case goes on and on. And I'm not saying abandon your post. Not at all. The problem is there are many people that are not actually taking care of the family. They say that they are, but they neglect their families. And they're going online and they're being sucked into the world of the online disputes and the division that is taking place with people. And then we have young men addicted to pornography, addicted to the video games, addicted to drugs. They're so depressed, I can see it in their eyes. We have generations in disarray. Older generations, their family is breaking down. The wives want to leave the husbands because they, they want to just love themselves, right? They just want to be all about themselves and be empowered. And then men don't want to get married to these women because of fear. And then there are some that are just boys that have never grown up, but they also never had their fathers. I mean, we are destroyed in our culture. And ultimately for me, all that does for me is when I look outside, right? Like I'm outside looking in, I see a bunch of people trusting in their own ways, letting themselves be dictated by false gods like the media, like the Republicans and like the Democrats and like their sexuality and their social justice and whatever else that they give credence to, football, sports, I mean, whatever. They follow these gods and they are in, in just disarray. Like it's just crumbling. And that we have a media that uses this to cause this array, this division. And we allow that. We fight each other about that. I mean, we, we are seeing this about a war with Israel and Palestine. And truly, those that think they know have no idea, no idea of the history, but they just equated with the oppressor and the oppressed because we are living in a Marxist society that is bought into the ideology and is so deeply rooted 
People don't even know that's the name of it and don't even know where these thoughts and feelings are coming from, but it's there. It's an empty philosophy, and God has called us to take these things, submit them to the obedience of Christ. And that's where we need to stand firm on. This is the calling of us, of our time right now, that God has placed in our lives. The fight ahead. There's some challenges that are coming ahead. We have the challenges now, but here's the thing I really want to hone in on. I mean, I really want to drive this home. Personally, for me, I have a lot of regrets in my own past because I felt like I gave into this culture, right? I, I, I had a participation into it. And thank God for grace, you know, thank God for the, the gospel and that Christ transforms hearts. And that even if you were a Christian and you were just lost, that God will fulfill the work that he began in you and he will bring it to completion. I was a Christian who was completely in a, in, in, I don't know, in a backslidden phase. Or I wouldn't say I apostatized because I never turned away from the faith like Christ is king. But I was definitely not serving him. I was in this place of just, I don't know, just, I don't know, giving into the flesh. It was, it was just, it was a bad time in my life. And God saw it fit to awaken me. And this all happened in 2020 when I started to see what was really going on. I mean, you've heard the story already. I probably told you guys too many times. But all that to say, guys, the, the fight is now. It's for you and I now. But honestly, more, more seriously, I think that our fight is for our children. We need to be preparing them for the fight because they're the ones that are going to topple down this dragon. They're the ones that are going to do something about it because, honestly, I feel like we've dropped the ball. We've dropped the ball, and we have become so winsome, so kind, and we abide by the 11th commandment of thou shalt be nice that we just... It's like dude, we're not able to, we don't want to, we're so afraid, especially here in America, to speak the truth and to just share it. The fight is for us. And we still have fighting here now. I mean, God has us here for a reason. We, I can't look down 20, 30 years but, and see what's going to happen. But what I, can, what I can say is the things that we're doing now has implications for the future. The things that we don't do now is the very same thing. If we choose to turn a blind eye, if we choose to live by lies, as the media would have us to do, as the politicians in, in our day will have us to do, if we choose to say, yes, I agree, I just want to get by, then we deserve everything that's coming to us. But those that we raise, our children, they're the ones who are going to have to deal with that. They're going to have to suffer with that for generations to come. You either are being an active parent that is sharing the gospel with your kids. You're discipling them. You are engaged locally with the local body in the church. You've submitted your life to Jesus. You've submitted your life to Christ. You've abandoned your self-service and all your idols, and you've committed to Jesus. You committed to his word. You've bowed down before him, and then you go out into the world, right? Whatever your calling is, whatever your vocation is, whatever job you have, you do it with excellence with the understanding that what you are doing is laying down the foundations for your children to build on. That should wake you up. That should wake you up from your stupor, from just clocking in and clocking down and just hoping to get on the weekend, get drunk, watch football. It should get you on a sort of missional path. Where are you headed? What are you doing? 
What are you establishing for now? So when the day comes that God takes you and your children take on the baton, they have something that you've built for them, the foundations. But the problem is we don't think for our children. We're so selfish. We, we just can't wait till they're 18 and that way we can kick them out of the house. We need to build a foundation now. God has called us to do it now. There is no turning away. It's here, guys. It's honestly here. How many more news articles do we have to talk about to show you that there is a, a government that is over us that is not free? They, they don't want us to be free. If they can jail somebody for a meme, guys, I mean, it's legit. We're here. We've arrived. Welcome to totalitarianism. I've said it. I knew it was coming. It's here now. And you need to be aware of this. But hey, have no fear because Christ is king. And this, and honestly, think of it like this. We are living in the greatest time of our lives. It's not boring. We are called to lay down foundations, fight the dragons we have now, and prepare our children for the ones that are brewing as well. We have a mission. Men, we have a mission. And I'd say we should thank God that he has allowed us the grace to know him. And he has bestowed on us the gift to work and serve him in this day and age. I used to, I honestly used to be afraid of everything, but ultimately when it comes down to it, I think what people fear is losing their lives, death. And I think even deeper than that, they know that apart from Christ, when they die, they are going to face judgment. But when you are in sin and when you don't want to see it or hear it, what do you do? You suppress the truth and exchange it for a lie. But those of us that trust Christ, that have placed our whole lives in his hands because of his grace towards us, not that we have anything to prove before him, it was his grace and solely by grace alone that we are and are able to say we are Christians when we have that truth and when we are in the word of God, we know that this life is not the end. We will abide with Christ for eternity. You have to start believing that. So be encouraged, guys. Don't look back. Forget it. It's gone. It's over. We have some dragons to fight. So I say wake up, get to work, build your businesses, work out, come up with a plan, raise your children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. And guys, don't live by the lies. Don't let them lie to you. Don't let them do it. So I hope this encourages you. I hope this gives you something to be encouraged by. There's no fear here. There's no fear here. Because, you know, as I've said before, and I will always say that in the midst of, of chaos, Christ is there. God bless you. If you found value, then please subscribe and leave an honest rating and review. And remember that in the midst of chaos, Christ is there.